Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Any good stories from the road? And pipe up. I wish we'd gotten seen a little bit more out of our punter. I'm starting to puke. It makes my stomach hurt. Yeah. I thought he was going to die. I'm starting to throw up in my mouth a little bit. He's on the probiotics. Is Georgia playing the 1985 Bears this weekend or what? A lot of Todd, Todd, Todd talk. That poison proof. They're mongeese. We will not be hunted at the University of Georgia. I can promise you that. The hunting that we do will be done from us going the other direction. What's up, everybody? It's the Georgia Show, and uh, if you don't know that face over there on the right, you better get to know that face over there on the right. Rusty, I want to ask you before we do anything, what you think about that intro? That's pretty good, man. I feel like that's <laughs> kind of our motto. We're, we're, we're going to be, we're not getting hunted over here. We're going to do the hunting on Dogs HQ. I kind of like that. Yeah, and it's also, it's also a little frazzled, a little informal, a little irreverent. You know, it's kind of yeah. just kind of what we are over here. Yeah. Um, if you don't know the news, you've been under a rock most of the day, or I don't know, you've got a life. Um, Rusty is um, is has taken his seat as co-owner and publisher over at Dogs HQ. Um, he's the uh, he's the big boss now, and we are excited. I'm I'm excited because now um, some of the stuff I've been having to do for a little while, I can say, "Hey, Rusty, can you grab this?" Uh, but no, Rusty, man, I'm so glad to be working with you again. Like I said, man, I think. My favorite thing about you, listen, you're the you're the you are one of the best insiders or the best insider I've ever experienced in in this business. But uh, you are a five star breather of air human being, um, and I appreciate that most about you. And I missed you, and I'm glad we're working together again, buddy. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we're business partners together, and I told you, and we talked about this, and um, you know, this was not once this opportunity arose for me, um, I, I, there was not. Nobody else really, I, I felt like I wanted to do this with, and, you know, me and you've been, we've worked together a long time. I felt like the chemistry was right. Uh, I have just looked forward to being on this podcast and with you and just kind of being ourselves, man, talking shop and, and doing this thing. And can't say enough, man, about Shannon Terry. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of people ask me, I'm sure the same thing when you came over, uh, a lot of people asked me why. And to me, it was like, it wasn't why it's like, when, when can I, when can I get back on the same team with Shannon Terry? And man, I'm excited, you know, Wes and Palmer, Jake Roosh and, and you, and uh, I, man, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I didn't, I, I didn't sleep last night, man. I woke up this morning. I said, dang, that felt like a 10 year old Christmas. I couldn't wait. And, you know, I wasn't supposed to post we, our plan was to post yeah. at 8, 8 a.m. This morning. I said, screw it, man. I'm not waiting like seven. Yeah. It's like opening the press. I was like, bam, let's go. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it was different. I wish, um, I wish Shannon, you know, my own, listen, I got, I got nothing bad to say about Shannon, but this, when my first day came in on three, I, I had to go at one o'clock in the morning Eastern. All right. And that's, that's mm. about five hours past my bedtime. Uh, I'm an old man now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that way anyway. I like to get in bed early. Um, but no, that was, uh, that was, uh, that was cool, man. It was cool getting to see you come over and, and listen, I want to tell everybody before um, we really get deep into this and we start talking about, you know, the stuff that you want us to talk about, which is Georgia and the draft and stuff like that. 
one dollar to subscribe over at Dogs HQ. One dollar takes you until August. I'm sorry, October the 31st. Um, and listen, we've got a we got a staff of five. We've got five different roles, five guys who are good at their roles, and um, you know that's going to get you Rusty's insider information, um, opinion stuff from Rusty, opinion stuff from me, analysis and insider stuff from me. Palmer, incredible team coverage. There's nobody in this whole business that works harder than that kid. Um, Jake Roos and, uh, and a unique insight into, um, you know, being able to get a hold of recruits and tell you what they're thinking and what they're saying. And then Wes, who should be hosting this show right now, but has a lot more going on with a newborn at home. Um, he, uh, Wes is the best at, at what he does, the absolute best. And he's kind of our resident fan, um, you know, lover of the Bulldogs. And uh, we're, uh, we're excited about the whole thing, man. And Rusty, is there anything – is there anything you want or want to or can say about kind of what you just your overall big picture vision for what you want this site to be now that you're here? You know, uh, that's a great question, Jake. Um, just somewhere you want to be. You know what I mean? Is it going to be perfect? No. But um, we take value in our subscribers, our customers. You know, what what can we change? What can we do better? Uh, everybody's in, in this world today, every dollar, every dime is accounted for and what people choose to spend their money on. And uh, for me, it's like, hey, if you're going to be a subscriber for us and you come over here to hang out, but I, I don't want it to be, uh, I don't want it to be. One thing I've learned about being on the radio and, and uh, been on the radio now on Wednesdays in Atlanta, one thing I've learned is you don't have to do two hours of sports for a two-hour show. You know, oh. uh, we're all humans. We all have some different things. So I kind of want this to be the place, and it is going to be the place to where you come for what you want for Georgia Bulldogs. But I also want to – if you want to come talk about a couple different things, let's do that too. So uh, it's all about a community. That's one thing I learned uh, from being in this business yeah. at Fan Sites. It is about that community as much as it is about what's on that front page and we want that. We want that message board uh, at Dogs HQ to be the spot for you to come. And is it going to be perfect? It's not, and never will be. But we want to be the place that you come, hang out, have a good time, and get your questions answered. If you got questions about the Georgia Bulldogs, you come there and you trust the information you get from one of us. Rusty Mansell was in the transfer portal for like thirty minutes before we we went and snatched him out of the transfer portal. I mean, when that one there was some tampering going on there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, no, no tampering, no tampering. <laughs> It all came together quick. We went in and got him. <laughs> we went and got him. We came with a big package right to begin with, big NIL package for Rusty Mansell. He took it right away. So I, I think he knew where he wanted to be. Um, Rusty, when I think about it, man, you know, I know over the years you probably had this happen a few times too. There's been times where fans have kind of – where folks have kind of seen you, but, hey, Rusty, you know, stuff like that, or, or they've hit you up and you've invited you to a tailgate and you've ne- you hadn't been able to go to all of it and you hadn't been able to answer every question or every DM they've ever sent. But the one thing we – and I can't say it'll be any different, but the one thing I do know about both of us is we want to be accessible. Yes. And um, I want people to be – hey, man, if you got a question about a specific – thing that you won't answer you don't may not necessarily want to ask it on the podcast or 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 a, or a live show or on the board publicly but you want to ask me something i want to see it and i want to answer and that's one of the things that uh, you talked about it that that hits on that whole community thing is man i i really do and i think one of you know i'm i'm definitely you know you're you're in a different league as far as i am i'm not the best looking guy out there all right i don't look like fabio um I'm not. I'm not a big handsome dude. I'm only five nine. If I had a neck, I'd probably be five eleven and a half. Um, but my thing is, is like, 
the reason I've made it where I've made it in this business is because I will talk to anybody and I will, and if I don't know it, I will do my best to try and find it out for you. I may make, I may piss somebody off trying to figure out some information if you want to know it and I can't give it to you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think we both share that value and that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a couple of regular old dudes that grew up in the country that sound like they grew up in the country. And uh, we're going to try to get as much Georgia info for you as we can. And we're going to try to tell you everything we possibly can. And, that's uh, that's kind of our mantra, and it's not really, it ain't it ain't quite as short as attack the day, um, but it's uh, it's it's what we got to go by. Well, I've said this, and we're, if we're going to kiss ass a little bit, I'll kiss yours for a minute because I want <laughs> I want to be honest with you here. Uh, I, I think you're the best I've ever been around on the message board. I think you're you know you can get in there, handle business the way you need to handle it, but you're one of the guys, and that's important, and that's why people have followed you on multiple different spots and. Uh, I said that in the interview just now on the radio. I said, "Hey, you know, Jake Rose, our guy, and 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 he is uh, he's the best I've ever been around on the message board. And uh, you know, you'll get in there and mix it up when you have to, uh, but you'll cut it up and be one of the guys. And then when it's you know it's go time, it's go time for you. That is so so important, um, you know, in this industry. And that's why when when the opportunity arose uh, to do a business together, you were the guy that that I went with." Well, I forget sometimes that I am I actually am a moderator and uh, or a, or a you know a, a song staff, and I just really get in there and just want to talk like you would talk to anybody in a bar. And I think sometimes I let it fly, and folks think I'm mad or something. I'm definitely not, and I'm definitely not the smartest guy in the room. I'm I'm middle of the pack at best. But uh, I just like to you know I grew up with two brothers, man, and every Sunday we sat around calling each other stupid about what we were saying about the Braves or whatever NFL game came on down in South Georgia, usually a Jaguars game. If it wasn't a – well, actually, no, it wasn't a Jaguars game. Now that I think about it, I'm used to regional television now. I grew up seeing the Broncos on that redneck dish. But uh, uh, let's talk about the draft, man. Um, anything about the draft – I did some superlatives and not going to give that away. We try to, you know, hint at some of our uh, premium stuff. But I did some superlatives. Anything stand out to you from a surprise or a um, – or, you know, or anything like that? Anything stand out to you? Uh, to me – uh, Kenny McIntosh lasting as long as he did because I'm telling you, man, he's, he brings NFL value. Uh, he breaks tackles. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can get tough yards. He's got long end speed when he needs to have it. And uh, I just think he's a three down back. And listen, I didn't, you know, from everything I've heard, it's not an issue. You know, there wasn't any kind of question mark that I knew of with him. Uh, he ran four six flat at the combine, which is on laser is plenty, and or four six at the combine. So. I was surprised he lasted that late. Um, you know, the, there's going to be a ton of discussion on Jalen Carter and B. John Robinson. And I've said this Friday when, you know, an article came out that said, you know, quote unquote, Georgia coaches were bashing him kind of privately. Uh, I said this and I put my name on that. You know, you could quote me if you want to on the radio that the Philadelphia Eagles reached out to multiple Georgia staff members. And not only did they take Jalen Carter, they traded up to get him after talking to those staff members. So, listen, when you talk to that many people about a prospect like Jalen Carter, obviously we know some things that were going on the last four or five months and some other stuff, you know, it kind of arose. Um, you know, you're going to dig in the 200. If you ask 200 people about Rusty Mansell, it ain't going to be 200 great things. Somebody somewhere, I made somebody mad somewhere on the line, I can promise you that. So, uh, I just think some of that stuff got kind of blown out of proportion. He had two teammates there, and the Kobe Dean and Jordan Davis. And don't think they weren't big in this to say, hey, look, guys, get him. We've been, we've played with him. We know we want him. So I'm interested to see him forever that Bijan Robinson to the Falcons, 
and Jalen Carter to the Eagles will be comparison. We'll see. No. I, said, I said this too, Jake. Hell, both of them can be good. It's not like one versus the other, but the Falcons had a chance to draft a Georgia Bulldog that some people think one of the best defensive tackle prospects to come out since Aaron Donald, and they passed on him. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think you know the way I look at it is you get an you got an opinion now, yeah. um, and, and kind of what you think about it. But then you're also kind of like, well, I, I mean, things happen. I've seen, I've I've expected too many things to happen that didn't. Um, I think B. John Robinson is amazing. I think but the Falcons drafted the Falcons did what the Eagles refused to do, and that's they took a luxury pick. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know the Eagles. That's one of the reasons why Howie Roseman is just getting loved on, like he like he just invented water. You know, like he he's. They're loving on him because he won't take a uh, he won't take a luxury pick. He went and took, you know, a pick and and, I, and it'll, my favorite pick that the Eagles made was Keely Ringo, because, mm-hmm. you know, listen, I, I don't care if you think he's a safety, if you think he's a corner. I kind of stood up for Ringo multiple times this year because I thought he was catching a little bit too much criticism, um, you know, like against Ohio State, like against uh, LSU. You know, mm-hmm. Malachi Starks played into some of that stuff against LSU. The Ohio State game quarterback's got six seconds to run around. Um, but listen, he's six two. He's two hundred and eight pounds or whatever, and he runs a four three six. Mm-hmm. You got that cat right there in the fourth round. Let me tell you something. You see him in person, and yeah. I saw I saw him in high school. Ironically, the first time I ever saw him was at the Adidas National Championship, and I saw him opposite of Eric Gilbert. And you start talking about a six foot five tight end, and yeah. you start talking about a six two corner. Two yeah. dudes are in high school. Yeah, no, went on there. So I got another question. How in the hell did you? I, you know, y'all caught me off guard. This is a one dollar deal. Like, yeah. Nobody asked me what the deal was today. I turn around, it's a dollar till Halloween. Hey, yeah, dude, they gave away a dollar for a year for me, and they wouldn't hardly anybody sign up. <laughs> Stop! I, I had to the, beg them to. I know, I know the numbers on you. It was not. I started. Uh, I started. Uh, I started mailing people, random people, dollars in the mail with the notes that sign up Dogs HQ. Uh, turned out, but it was you know we, and it's been the response has been incredible uh, for us thus far. We've hit some milestones already today and climbing, um, but yeah, one dollar October thirty first. And listen, somebody said a minute ago we don't have to sell the people listening to us on the podcast. Uh, that's not necessarily true. We got a you know we've we've got quite the podcast following. There's a hey Rusty, get to know this dude right here. This is our man Matthew C. He's on here on this one. He's on Andy Staples uh, uh, show too. Uh, Andy is uh, – we got a good crew, man. We've man, got a really man, good crew in our comments. My man, Jordan Harris, I see he's crossed the railroad tracks. So oh, yeah? Yeah, nice to have you, Jordan. And I uh, see Brian Bivens as well. So, man. Yeah, I remember I remember Brian Bivens from our uh, from our other podcast, and, and I think he's been yeah. there in, uh, for our other we, – we're, we're in – I'm so ingrained into calling this a podcast, YouTube live show. This is uh, – we everything started as a podcast, and it kind of turned into this. But, yeah, we got a great comment section here, and – you know, listen, it's a special edition thing. We're not normally coming to you at this time. We'll be coming to you around 8.30 when when Wes is around. We're going to have the full um, compliment. Craig Lawson brings up Keely Ringo's shoulder. I do know for a fact, I, you know, you make some contacts in this business over the years. Um, you know, scouts sitting beside a scout in a press box, chopping it up with a guy. I know there was one NFL team that had a flag on, on Ringo uh, for his medical. They were worried about some degenerative stuff there with the shoulder. Um, you know, then I have, but that's the one team I did know. So sometimes that stuff gets around. That's something I also want to bring up to you, Rusty, because you're well-versed in the, uh, in the, you know, scouting world, you know, some of those guys too. Um, one thing that sucks about the draft process is that when you start talking about, you know, there was some character stuff about Keeley too. There was some character stuff about Jalen Carter. 
Sometimes it's, well, he's not the best practice player, turns into he's not a good practice player, into we can't get through to him on the practice field. And that big game of telephone gets played, and by the time Ian Rappaport gets a hold of it or Todd McShay, it sounds like this guy's you know got a kitty-killing uh, kitty dungeon or something like that. Like he's just not a very good dude. Um, you know, I, I think that might have been some of what this, this was happening with some of these guys. And here's what my – listen, those guys are professionals, okay? Tom McShay and Ian Rappaport, those guys have got a million sources, and I certainly mm-hmm. respect that. But here's the one problem I have with that. They don't – like, if you're going to go in all in on a kid, well, interview him and say, this is what I've heard about you. What you what do you want to say to that? You know what I mean? So it's it's a tr- it's a slippery slope to go all in on kids like that. And, um, you know, I obviously I know a lot of people around this. And was Jalen Carter um, a 4.0 A student every single day? Nope. But guess who else wasn't? Rusty Mansell at 18, 19, 20 years old. I promise you, I was a little handful, too, with some people, I, you know, that around me, you know, as a dumb young kid and, and stuff like that. So uh, I think the Jalen Carter deal, people just locked in on that. And I think Drew Rosenhaus is, is he's that dude for a reason. And I'll tell you this, Drew Rosenhaus rolled the dice on his guy and only let him meet with the teams in the top 10. The Eagles weren't in the top 10. So they didn't think he was going to make it. You know, or they didn't think he was going to be there. So they had to trade up to get him at that spot. So um, I don't know that he actually went and met with the Eagles. Maybe he had. Uh, but, but I'll tell you this, um, I'm, I, I can't talk enough about one guy that never uh, – he just kind of did his thing as Warren McClendon. You know what I mean? This guy just played played tackle and did what he's supposed to do. And and uh, I think he's going to, you know, Jamari Sawyer was that guy last year, the yeah. one in a big value pick. I think Warren McClendon is going to wind up being what they call that value pick out of the Georgia class going where he went. I could see Warren McClendon being basically the the Chase Daniel of offensive linemen, offensive linemen, offensive linemen at worst, because yeah. he's the kind of guy you could carry seventh, eighth on the roster, sixth. Yeah. That can play both tackles for you. He can play both guards for you. He's super smart. But I'll tell you this, Rusty, the guy that I think we're going to look back on this draft and we're going to be like, hey, man, let me hold a dollar because he's going to have a lot of them is Broderick Jones. Because, oh, oh yeah. I mean, 19 games, um, he was able to do enough to impress all of those NFL scouts. Um, the Steelers, a great franchise with great scouting, especially great scouting on the offensive side of the ball. 6'5", 313 pounds, carries it like he's 275 pounds. Um, tremendous attitude for a football player. Like, I really got to know him probably like that last two months of him mm-hmm. being a Bulldog. Yeah. And I was I was blown away by his personality. You know, I always thought he was kind of a quiet kid. He's not. He's, he's gregarious. He's lovable. I think he's going to thrive as a pro. And uh, it won't shock me. I mean, obviously, you can't predict injuries. Rusty, it's not going to shock me if he ends up getting two of those second contracts. You know, gets the second contract and then gets a big third and uh, and plays this game for a long, long time. The uh, the the data behind an NFL uh, tackle and playing AAU basketball is a lot there. And I went to see him at Lithonia High School as a junior, and I went to see him play in, the, I think, the lead eight. And his guard wound up going to LSU, who was filthy point guard i can't remember his name georgia was in on him at one time but uh you see a guy in his frame and he's able to drop step baseline and dunk uh i know charles power when he saw that video was like this dude this is the guy here's the thing about the steelers too i don't care if you're a steelers fan or not you know this about them that that organization is culture 
Mm-hmm. They're not taking zero chances on guys. So Broderick Jones was there. I really thought he was going to the Jets. And then this, the trade was made, and it kind of threw things off. So uh, that's another small uh, factor that you look at uh, is, is he could have been a Jet. Do we look back 10 years and go, hey, you know that NFL left tackle all pro this 10 years? The Jets could have had him maybe, and we got Aaron Rodgers for a year, year and a half. So and you start looking back at things, but I'm with you all day on that. Broderick Jones, uh, he's a dancing bear, man. I mean, his, he is. his feet can stay in front. I went back and watched the Ohio State game about two weeks ago and just watched the offensive series. And I tell you what, Van Pran and him, whew, I'm talking about yeah. two, two guys now. Yeah, no doubt. And, I mean, when you look at that offensive line and where it started the year, you know, Tate was kind of struggling a little bit there in the early years. Trust was kind of having some inconsistencies. And Searles got him, you know, in shape and, you know, ready to play. And um, that group got so much better as the year got along. Broderick got so much better. And one of the things I look at when I look at Broderick, I'm, I, I'm always going to ask myself, if he had started 35 career games, could he have gotten taken as high as Andrew Thomas did? I think he probably could have. I think he probably would have been the first pick. But listen, you can't – I mean, he's he's made life-changing money already. We can't can't put that toothpaste back in the tube, not that he would want to. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I didn't think – I thought it would be a long time before Georgia had a left tackle roll through that was as good as Andrew Thomas. And I think Broderick Jones can be just as good. That's crazy, too, both of them basically from the city of Atlanta. You look yeah. At, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um Jamari uh, right there, too. So, you look at Andrew Thomas, Jamari Sawyer, and Broderick Jones, all right there, you know, right off 285 in the city of Atlanta, and you go get two, get three guys that are wind up being franchise left tackles for, for organizations. And, um, you know, a little bit of credit still to Sam Pittman because he was involved with all three of those guys. Sam Pittman's one offered Broderick Jones. And then you look at Matt Luke, you know, coming in. You offered coming, him and got him committed. Offered and got him committed. Yeah. And, you know, those guys. So, uh, you know, Matt Luke comes in, spends a year with those guys, and a couple of years with those guys and does his thing. And then um, you look at Stacey Searles and what he got out of them. So, yeah. those three guys, I guarantee if we sat down and talked, uh, you know, about the, the, the coaches they went through at Georgia, uh, I think they would say, hey, we've been prepared for the NFL. And that's why two of them are already succeeding. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I tell you what, you just gave me a great idea for something I'll never get a chance to do. And that's the, I'd love to get a table together. Me, you, maybe Jake Roos too, just because there's a, there's a drink present. Let's all get some drinks poured. Me, you, Pittman, Matt Luke, and Stacey Searles and talk about some office. One of those round tables like they do them country music all-stars. Yeah. Um, that'd be a lot of fun right there. Cause there's, those are three different dudes, but also, you know, good dudes to talk to good guys, uh, country that, folks. That would, be, that would be an all time podcast. Yeah, that would be a good one. Um, don't want to switch. I uh, don't want to switch gears before talking about Stetson. Um, fourth round, did that surprise you at all? Because you know Palmer wrote a story from Les Snead and, and Sean McVay talking, and man, it sure didn't sound like they were like talking about, "Hey, let's come up here and take a shot." It seemed like they were really high on this kid. Fourth round, did you know what I mean? Um, and and I think I've been guilty of 
penalizing him and Hendon Hooker over age. And I, I listened to a lot of people the last couple of days talk about, you know, the game is so much safer now for quarterback. But you basically can't hit a quarterback on Sunday. You got to just tag him and he's he's down. So, um, you know, these guys are lasting longer. So really, I mean, I, I kept thinking, man, Stetson Bennett's got like a six-year window and and he's got a hit like right now. And truthfully, he don't. I mean, Stetson Bennett could be a 10-year NFL vet as a backup and be 35 years old. So um, I think I kind of overreacted that age thing. And, and obviously, it didn't scare the, the Rams off at all. But, you know, you look at them, obviously, with Matt Stafford and his connections to Mike Bobo, to this connection, this staff, they had extra ability to to reach into that program and dig deep there. Uh, but I, I can see Kirby Smart talking about Stetson Bennett and the way he talks about him and, 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 the, and the stress he puts you under. I think his arm is underrated, and I think him playing in Todd Monken's offense uh, really, really helped him uh, with the NFL teams. I thought he'd be a late fifth to sixth rounder, but the Rams were there, had him, took him. Yeah, I like the fit too. You know, um, Palmer brought it up, and I thought it was a really good point. You know, he's not going to walk into one of these situations with a quarterback that's going to be like, no, I'm not helping the young guy. He can, he's on his own. Stafford's going to help him. Not only that, Stafford's one of the, you know, Sean McVay has said it uh, multiple. I believe uh, Jim Caldwell said it. He is one of the smartest quarterbacks in the league. I mean, he very much studies the game, he gets the game. That's going to be really good for Stetson. And then on top of it all, um, you know, he, he's got a situation where he may not be that far from getting his chance. You know, sometimes these guys, it's so it's so far down the road before they get a chance, or they're not it didn't, don't get an opportunity in a good situation. Um, he's playing for a really good, successful coach, and probably a system that's not all too different than the one he played in at Georgia, um, where they're going to use a lot of eleven and a lot of twelve personnel and and do those things. So the Rams are pretty good. Before we go. Um, I hadn't had a chance to talk to you about the quarterback situation at Georgia coming out of spring. We're going to try to wrap this thing up in the next five minutes. But I wanted to ask you, what, what do you think about the way things played out this spring? Vandegrift Stay and Beck seemingly taking hold of the job right there at G-Day. Well, you look around the country and you look at Georgia sitting here with Brock Vandegrift, Carson Beck, and Gunnar Stockton. Uh, that's They got to be smiling knowing that, hey, you know, we feel like Carson Beck's probably the guy. But, you know, if something happens and we don't have him for a couple of games or whatever reason, we got two guys in behind him that we feel confident in as well. And uh, I guess I broke the news of Brock Vandergriff staying. Um, I saw that you actually credited me there. I was appreciative of that. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think that's a win-win for, for University of Georgia. And I've talked to a lot of people, man, about this. And um, do I think it's Carson Beck's job? I do. I do. But this is one thing I want to say. We still don't know, Jake. And we still haven't been into what I call meaningful minutes. I use that term a lot you know, on Saturdays in fall. When I mean you're the you're the guy on Monday and you know that you're staring down Tennessee on Saturday or you're staring down Florida and Jacksonville on Saturday, you know, how's your preparation going to be during the week? But from the physical tools and I would say the last two weeks of spring practice, man, Carson Beck put on a show. I mean, this guy's got a cannon. He made all the right reads. Uh, is he the most athletic guy? He's not. But what he can do to offset that is is read. Tom Brady can't run for save his life, but he would destroy you because he knows what you're doing and get the ball out of his hands quick enough. So not comparing Carson back to Tom Brady, but people want to want to say, hey, it can't happen with, with some of these guys that, uh, you know, are, are bigger type guys that maybe don't move as athletic as some other guys. 
Uh, it's the ability, Jake, two things for me with quarterbacks that I've learned personally and I believe in. It's the ability to process after the snap. And just as important is accuracy. Can you throw that ball into a tight window for your guy? And I go back and watch a million different throws. If you want to go see a throw that's anticipated, you want to go see a throw that you cannot defend, and you want to go see a throw while Georgia is defending national champs, you go back and watch the throw from Stetson Bennett right before the half against Tennessee in the end zone in the back where he throws that ball. to I think it's Marcus Rosen, he's St. Jack. Yeah. And you, and you look from the field view where he throws that ball and he throws it, he layers that ball over a linebacker and a DB to only where his guy can catch it. And Marcus Roseman goes up and gets it. And that's what makes you an elite quarterback. Yeah, that the the hula hoop that that ball needed to go through um, was not very big. Um, yeah. And it had to be in a certain spot. That was a great throw. That's a great point. And, you know, Carson Beck's a good athlete, too. I mean, he's not Stetson. He's a better athlete than people yeah. give him credit for, yeah. He's not He's not Stetson. He's probably not going to score that first touchdown against Tennessee the way it was scored. Um, but, you know, he's also going to have some strengths. He's going to see some things that Stetson probably didn't see just because of size. He's probably going to, you know, fit some balls in that maybe Stetson couldn't fit in. But um, my thing is, Rusty, honestly um, – I'm with you on the meaningful minutes. I'm also – I get there a little sooner than that, though. I get there in preseason camp because oh, yeah. it's hot as hell. And and he grew up in Jacksonville. The heat's not going to kill him, all right? But grueling day after day, doing it day after day, holding on to that job with all the pressure. Those scrimmages. Yeah, that's those two, those two that's, that's tough. And and if we – and listen, I'll, tell, I'll say this. We'll cut loose some, some uh, you know, insider information. Scrimmages hadn't been the greatest to Carson Beck in the past. That's, you know, that's that's just the way it is. They haven't been, you know, he, he was awesome in the G-Day game, but the other scrimmages haven't been haven't been his best. Um, yeah, so, yeah. you know, that's something he's going to have to break through right there to win this job and to, and to get a firm grasp on it um, going into the season. But it's massive that that Brock Vandegrift decided to stick around. And, uh, you know, Gunnar Stockton's a good player, too. It, it didn't show up for him or Brock Vandegrift at G-Day. Mm-hmm. But, y'all, listen, I've seen great Georgia quarterbacks, established Georgia quarterbacks, look like dog crap at G-Day. It happens. That's a minute. It looked, God, it looked awful. Yeah. Two G-Days in a row, I think. Aaron Murray had a, had a G-Day or two where he looked like crap. From I think from before his best season at Georgia, which was 2018, had a bad G-Day. Threw an awful pick, I believe. Mm. Um, maybe to Eric Stokes or somebody like that. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, he didn't have the best one either. Rusty, give these folks an elevator pitch about Dogs HQ one more time before we let them go. Well, unfortunately for me, y'all agreed on something before I got here. So, <laughs> so you want to get me in right now? It's uh, $1 to Halloween. And um, I don't know if you can buy a bag of M&Ms anymore for $1. So, yeah. you know, $1 until Halloween. And if you don't like that and you don't like what we got, let us know, but I feel I feel very confident in the product. Our community, uh, literally, uh, thousands have 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 jumped on now. Yeah, and uh, that's that's uh, humbling and exciting times for us, community wise. And uh, just come on, give us a try for one dollar. I mean, I don't know what else you can do, and uh, for one dollar. But if you don't like us, you can cancel. But my 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 feel is, if you want UGA Insider, you want a community where a lot of people are very similar. And want to talk Georgia football every single day with guys that do this for a living. Give us a chance at Dogs HQ. Uh, we're going to um, we're going to be so much more interactive in person than we've been. I felt like some yeah. of the 
places I've been. We're going to do some tailgates. I'm standing here looking at a whole shelf, one, two, three, four shelves of Dogs HQ gear. We're going to give some stuff away on podcast all summer long. Uh, we're going to get some tailgates together, have fun, and, and we're going to be one of you. We want to meet you, and yeah, we're in this together. Yep, and uh, just as a side, I'm going to be down at the Camden County Bulldog Club May 16th. Uh, so if you're down in the area and want to swing by, I don't even know where it's going to be yet. Um, but uh, when I find out the details, I'll let you know because that's not very far away. But that's the kind of stuff we're gonna we're gonna get more into doing. Um, you know, I, I'm sure you talked about it with Shannon when you met with him and, and talked with him, and I talked about it too. And that was something he wanted to bring back from the origination of this business. Um, the team site business was let's get in front of people again. Let's do the let's do the rotary clubs and the lions clubs and the and uh, and tell them what we think, you know, because sometimes when you get in front of people like that, you get a chance to talk to them in ways that you don't really get to on the Internet and uh, maybe get a little bit more old school. And we're real excited about it. Well, you can't even buy an old foam trucker hat for one dollar. And y'all guys. Are <laughs> that's man's going to kill us about the one dollar. One one dollar, man. So Halloween. Hey, they did it for me for a whole year. That's what they think of me. I got you. Don't argue with the promo man, okay? The promo man holds a lot of keys. He he holds the, he holds the keys to the closets. And I'm looking at my schedule. You sent me. You got. We're together tonight on another podcast. Where yes, we are. Oh, thanks for reminding me about that. Rusty will be mine and Jake Roos's guest tonight on Bark After Dark, uh, and uh, we are excited about that too because uh, I think Rusty, right about that time, you're going to be needing to pour one, ain't you? It's going to be something brown, either brown or some coffee. And yeah, Jordan, there you go. See Jordan Harris say Nashville, and uh, you already read hey, me. Another night during the draft, another night during the draft, it's 10 o'clock. I took, a, uh, I took, made myself a cup of coffee and put a scoop of ice cream in it. <laughs> <laughs> Little coffee float, baby. It was delicious. Uh, it got me through. All right, we'll see you guys later on tonight on Bark After Dark. Uh, and uh, real stoked to have Rusty with us. Y'all take care. One damn dollar. One oh, dollar. One dollar. So uh, come off a dollar. Come see us. And if you don't like it, tell us why you don't like it before you leave. We'll see y'all later on tonight. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.